0: back with your favorite Detroit Tigers podcast, Easy Out. I'm, as always, I'm your host, Austin McIntosh, and I'm joining along Mitch. Mitch, how have you been? That's a good, How about you? I'm doing. <clears throat> uh, so, let's jump into, let's get right into topics. Well, first, let's clear the air real quick. Rest in peace, Michigan baseball. Yeah. That was rough. Um, now, we'll hop into, first thing I want to talk about was Guardy's ejection. And not only, you, I guess when you talk about Guardy's ejection, you kind of have to say which one.
1: Yeah, he's especially it seems like as of late. I mean, it was like, oh yeah, Guardy got ejected first thing in the season, but it's like he's getting ejected. Then he's getting ejected again. Then he's getting ejected again. Then he's getting, he's I guess it's sec- a good- he's up to seven now. I guess and it's I that's a good seven. way It's a
0: good way for him just to vent because you know this team's like you know what this season's yeah, getting uh, getting, uh, getting uh, under his skin so bad. It's gotta be. And you gotta wonder if some of the umpires are like saying, "Hey, we know you, we know your team sucks, but don't take it on us."
1: Well, I think he's got to show too that you know when things don't go, the Tigers play that he's got their back, like, especially when yeah. the umpires are, you know, not not giving his team a fair shot when it comes to balls and strikes, which all the umpires this year suck and call them oh, balls yeah. and strikes for some reason, but... <clears throat> the,
0: the reason why, like, I, I was so jumped, like, as soon as I read the article, I immediately want to talk about it, is because he wasn't even arguing anything, he was trying to make a pitching change, and he couldn't get the third base umpire's attention, and so he calls to the home play dump, and he... He wouldn't do uh, – he tossed him immediately for thinking he was arguing with stri- stri- strikes and balls, Jesus. And uh, so he comes out there and basically saying, hey, I was trying to make a pitching change. And then the guy just wasn't buying it. So then on his way out, he decided to make a show and do it line in the – Oh,
1: the, yeah, why not? I oh, mean, you're already ejected. Get I mean, your money's worth. You he, didn't get any, you didn't even try to get ejected, and you got ejected. So why not go all in?
0: I would take third base with him
1: while I'm at it. I'd take all four bases <laughs> Why not? If <laughs> out, you eject me, and I'm not even trying to get ejected, you deserve everything that I'm about to come get. out there with a
0: the little camping shovel, the one that with the little serration the on the side. Shovels, of, yeah. Yeah. Just dig, dig it up out. the plate.
1: I'm taking the mound too. Give me the pitching rover. Honestly, like you're not even trying to argue. You're just like, dude, I'm trying to make a pitching change. Nobody's listening. And then I'm trying to call time, and nobody's giving me time. And you eject me because you think I'm arguing. And that's the problem with umpires right now is they don't. Everybody is too quick. To Pull that trigger, everybody is pulling that trigger way too fast, way too early. They're not giving the umpire or the everybody else their fair shot of arguing.
0: Well, maybe it's, I feel like a replay has a lot to do with it too, as in like all the questioning, our credibility, and whatnot. And so they're just tired of replay and probably whatnot. And because you know, it's a shot at them as a, as everything they've learned well, as an ump, but
1: well, then uh, again,
0: they you never you don't get to hear a lot of what managers are saying unless you got, got the mic'd up met situation, yeah.
1: Well, yeah that i want more of that to happen more mic'd up oh yeah yeah the, i, I mean, feel like we should i don't even know who the umpire was but that whole situation with the mets and, and noah syndergaard and i don't even know who they're playing but noah syndergaard and terry collins at the time. yeah like that is easily one of my favorite mic'd up moments ever in all of sports that is one of my favorite because that is the side of the game that you never get to see you yeah. never get to hear all you hear is you, like you, you hear re- it you, you barely F-bombs. hear it yeah you barely hear it coming through the the main feed i you know, when you're watching Fox Sports Detroit, but you usually go, oh, he's saying the F-word. We're immediately cutting that microphone. Yeah, or he's coming out, he's angry, cut cut the audio. Yeah, they know what microphone he's going to be heard off of because they're that good. They're sound engineers for a reason. They know what's, you know, so they cut that feed right there. You never hear that. I don't know how in the world Major League Baseball let that get released, but I want that to happen every single game. I want the, all the umpires mic'd up. I want all the managers yeah. mic'd up. Every single. I game. mean,
0: even with mic'd up, you saw it with Mookie Betts. Was it last year or two years ago when I think it was a spring training game?
1: They do it on the spring training for like a lot of teams now.
0: And then because uh, yeah, he had that one that uh, fly ball to right, and he was playing I think right center. And We're then not gonna get this one, boys. You're not get. <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Oh, we need more of this." You're right. I mean, but, obviously,
1: you're not gonna do it in a in a regular game, but like all star game, they're gonna start. I think oh yeah. All micing up. Oh yeah, I love that. Spring training, they're gonna start micing up. You know, it's I love mic'd up. It's really hard to do it in baseball, but
0: just you, because you you flip that anger switch so quick in baseball too.
1: Well, that, and it's you have to have 110 percent concentration. Really, you're not going to get you're not going to get a lot of mic'd up opportunities like in football. In football, yeah. people love hearing the linemen.
0: It just hearing them grunt. Right, you, you hear love hearing the lineman
1: and the <coughs> the big guys mic'd up because all you hear is you hear the the altercation between them every single play. Yeah. A lot of people enjoy that. You're not, who are you going to hear the center fielder talk to? Who are you going to hear? Oh, uh, yeah,
0: like whenever, you show, whenever they show the outfielder, you just, just them kicking grass. Lead, a lot lead, of people even said that. They're like, I
1: don't remember who I was watching in spring training. They were like, oh, yeah, we. Uh, what do you guys do out there in center field? Oh, it's usually a lot of kicking grass and people watching. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to listen to when I'm marked yeah. up. Just do, 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 do. You know, I mean, it,
0: it's like. I feel like if you get the right outfielders though, it could be fun. Like if you had more Mookie miked up, it'd be it'd be fun.
1: Jacoby Jones would be a great one. To I would like. up. Jacoby Jones. I mean, he's that ca- that kind of character. The people who, when nine times out of ten, when people are miked up in a baseball game, it's usually starting pitchers who aren't pitching that day. Right. Chris Archer with the Rays that one game. So I, it's like I said though, I want my, I want more miked up umpires. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Like I said, I don't know how with that many f bombs and that many curse words. I don't know how Major League Baseball let that get out, but I hope it happens every single time.
0: I think we should put a pin in this and wait till maybe All Star Break to have to record on All Star Break and just have maybe not really. We either do a good first first half review or just have a fun conversation. Uh, Favorite umpire manager arguments, favorite ballpark food, and just make it a fun conversation. Take a little break from baseball because, you know, we're gonna we're gonna need it, and that's a good point to jump into. Scherzer returned to Detroit, and he didn't make us look like as much of a fool as we thought he would. But yeah, he still we all thought it foolish. was going
1: to be you know a twenty-seven strikeout game, but especially with this offense. But it was it was good to see Scherzer come back. I think he got the return that he wanted. Um, it was still funny though. Miguel Cabrera fouled off like a ninety-six, just insane heater. And Cabrera was like, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> okay." And, and Scherzer's. I mean, that's his old buddy sitting right, right there. in the. It's sitting in the batter's box, and he didn't even flinch. Like He's like, get back in. Let's yeah. do this. Let's finish this right now. Like, I don't know who you are. I'm, we're not buddies. Yeah, we, we, and that's, we that's, don't that's know totally, each other. That's totally against what Cabrera yeah, is like. Yeah, because is
0: the big kid. He's the one that, when a, when a, young, a new pitcher has a good pitch, he takes step on you not... He, yeah, not, gives him the thumbs up and yeah.
1: swings and misses. He's like, and then that's week, a hell of a pitch, next buddy. Next one, take him deep. Right, but... You know, that Welcome was, to the show. But yeah, Cabrera, Cabrera was, was being Cabrera, and Scherzer was Scherzer being, being Scherzer. Washington Scherzer. Yeah, it was definitely being Washington Scherzer. Um, that's it that was just funny to see.
0: And then another thing to All Star selections were made. Shout out Shane Green for our, yep. our, lone, our, lone, our yeah our, our one. You know what's funny? What's that? We when
1: from 2011 to 2014 when we had the really good teams. I don't think we had one bullpen pitcher in that entire selection. It was usually our starting pitchers, Miguel Cabrera. Was Valverde one? I want to yeah. say Valverde was, Valverde was one. Valverde was Okay, so one time yeah. when we had a good team and when we had like six or seven each year. The past two years.
0: What about Benoit? Was he one? All
1: right, you got me. Right. <laughs> I'm just – I can't remember because you only think of you – know,
0: it's, it's really hard to get him on – get Mitch some baseball stuff. I want to say Benoit was one.
1: Benoit was one. I don't know about Valverde. Either way,
0: it's a setup or closer. That's all. But, we...
1: but what I'm trying to say is, the entire time you just remember Cabrera, Verlander, yeah. Further, you know, Peralta was one a couple of years. Scherzer was one a couple of years for us. In the past two years, our only representatives oh, set have up been and, bullpen. Set pieces, up and closer. Have been bullpen pieces. And it's just really funny because historically, Cabr- or, or Tigers bullpen is cursed. It's like the lions are cursed.
0: Dumpster. Big dumpster old dumpster fire. Yep.
1: Every single game.
0: So, a shout-out Shane Green. Hopefully, he doesn't turn into what Jimenez did.
1: I really hope in the All-Star game, because James McCann is an All-Star, too. He is a backup catcher, and that would be amazing if the If American Alex Cora has
0: any class, he'll do that. If, but the yes, problem is he, he manages the Boston Red Sox, so he's a scumbag.
1: Right. Anyway. <laughs> <Except> for,
0: <laughs> that's my side so tangent for the day. Anyway,
1: that would be amazing if the American League was up in the ninth inning. It would be the Top of the ninth because Cleveland is Cleveland, and that would be awesome if if Shane Green and James McCann could close out that game together. Like that would just that would make that, that's that would a make hard. that would make me happy. Yeah, I don't really care about the All Star game too much because the Tigers. I think have,
0: honestly, that'd make any baseball fan happy seeing it all. Well, kid.
1: not a lot of people would really realize it though because James McCann right. James McCann was always quiet for the Tigers. He'd be like. Oh, they are, they are former teammates. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Like, not a lot of people would realize that, though, like, that Tiger fans would realize that. They'd be like, oh, that that's really... I'm
0: sure uh, Buck and whoever's going to be announcing with them would say
1: it. It's not- well, just because it's on a piece of paper, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they have that stat because somebody in the newsroom, or the you know, giving them all the stats that they should yeah. say, is telling them, hey, look at this, they're former teammates. Buck wouldn't really, you know. He would.
0: He he just read. He's he just, just, just he's just yep, reading next, the piece of paper. Next, next, next. next throw the right. Paper, he's yeah. just
1: reading the piece of paper.
0: And then our last little bit of last little tidbit of for our intro is we got the futures game. Yep, we got so a lot that of a t- uh, Paredes, Paredes Rodgers, and, Rogers Manning.
1: and Man- Manning. Yep. yep. See, so um, I thought I was Casey Myers is was definitely a shoo-in to go to that, but because of his yeah. injury, he didn't get to go. See, I
0: thought I was going to have to pull that up to read that, but got all remember yep. from the brain tank.
1: Yep, they're doing good. And Fayetteville, not in the futures game, but Fayetteville yep. and a couple more Seawolves Wolves yep. and Erie were uh, unannounced to the All Star. Yep. So we got a big. Yeah, You got me on that own, one. I forgot about that one. Got a lot going on in in the minor leagues right now. Except yeah. for AAA. Except for, for most, AAA, for but the most part. We everybody knows that that's not our that's not our bread and butter right now. Next year, AAA will be our bread and butter. Yeah. Hopefully. And we'll go from there. So,
0: this week we got bumped around quite a bit. Um, It kind of looked like ALCS, Texas, and Detroit a few years ago. Yeah. This again. Uh, Texas bumped us around. Washington bumped us around. But we got one in Washington. So, are those two rough series? Who do you got for play of the week?
1: I got Nick Castellanos. Uh, He Mostly, he's on like a 24 on base streak right now. He's hitting 310 during that. I know that's not just this week. Um, You know, it was... It was a fun week to watch him play. You know, he had he had eight hits all week. Uh, he only had an RBI, but three walks. He's getting on base. You know, it's it's good to see him coming alive again, getting on base a lot, hitting a lot. And he's also
0: crossed the plate a few times too. So
1: yeah, right. It's 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 fun to watch him play right now. So I'm happy to see him coming back out of his slumps. So
0: I like that pick. Uh, he was my. Him and Cabrera were tied for my pick, and I ended up going with Cabrera. Uh, simply, be- Cabrera wasn't really lighting the world on fire home run wise, because everyone knows he wasn't. But he did put up eight hit or er, six hits, four RBIs, and walked four times as well, and crossed the plate twice. But again, that's nobody's I. Nobody's nobody's behind. A lot of the reason why there. I picked Cabrera over Castiano is just 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 for the people saying Cabrera's done. He's not, he doesn't have it anymore, and he's still. He's still he's still hitting up. for he, average. He's still putting up some numbers. So right, I just
1: everybody knows the power numbers are gone for Cabrera, but the average and the clutchness is still there. If he can get, if Cabrera with a decent offense, that's the thing. With a decent offense right now,
0: he can easily become the old dealer of right. The, he can the new still hit
1: 300 and not get 100, but maybe only hit 10, 12 home runs. Like that's the new Cabrera. That's what everybody's got to get over now. We're not, we no longer We're have not the 40, triple crown Cabrera. We don't have the 45 home run Cabrera anymore. We just don't have it. He's going to become
0: the, the V-Mart when the team it's gets good again. 300,
1: 100 RBIs, 10 to, 10 to 12 home runs. That's what Cabrera is going to give you. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to take that every day yeah. of the week. I will take 300, 100, 100 plus RBIs. I will take that. Home runs are a bonus. They really are. I want RBIs and I want hits. Home runs are, home runs are a bonus to me.
0: And you have a you and I clicked on pitcher of the week this week, didn't we?
1: No, I took Shane Green. I oh,
0: took Shane Green. Okay.
1: Um, two two innings, uh, so two ends of the game, but he got let's see here. He had a save, perfect inning, only one hit given up in his two two innings. Um, you know, it's he's consistent. He's he's as consistent as he ever has been. It's it's nice to see him still pitching really well. Still, even though he's not going in there every close, yeah. every close situation, or every save situation, I should say, he's still going out there no matter what, still going out there getting our three outs.
0: It's kind of a worry beginning of the season. It's like, okay, he's good right now, but how long is he going to take that? And he's he's, he's putting I'm, up Fernando Rodney numbers that year. Fernando Rodney was impeccable. The year eight, Fernando seven. Rodney was in talks for Cy Young, he's putting up Rodney numbers.
1: Right, .87 ERA right now. I mean, the guy's unhittable. He's doing great. I love it. I love it. I love seeing a good bullpen piece. Hopefully, we can keep him around as for as long as we can. And I
0: took the pitcher I trashed on last week. I picked Jose Cisnero, uh, three and third innings pitch, two hits, no runs, a walk, in five strikeouts. Five the five strikeouts is really what gave me oh, yeah. gave him the we, edge for me. I mean yeah,
1: ten outs, but half of them are strikeouts. I mean, that's pretty good. I'll take that with our pitching today. right
0: now. I can't. Look for no hits for a, a, a bullpen pitcher just because if I look for the one with no hits, I'm just going to say, oh, he didn't give up a hit. He's my guy. But the five strike strikeouts I really liked, uh, the only other one to do that was Jimenez, but for bullpen-wise. But Jimenez uh, choked this week, so he didn't get the nod for me.
1: Yep. The thing
0: I, I – a lot of people are saying Jimenez is we need to sell him. We're done. Let's give up on the kid. I think what we should do is let's – he's got some options. Let's send him down. Well send him down yeah, for a little bit and see hurt, what he can do.
1: It wouldn't hurt to to send him down, let him figure himself out self out again. Maybe
0: even if he does dominate these triple A hitters, get him some confidence back and get him right, back up here. Yeah, that's
1: really that's really all it is. If you watch him on social media and you watch him on, you know, Twitter and yeah. Instagram and whatnot, the guy is always beating himself up. Even if he didn't pitch, he's like, Oh, that's my fault, guys. I'm like, how is it your fault? You didn't even pitch, dude. Yeah. But he's always beating himself up after every loss that he pitches in and he always feels like it's his fault. If he could get some self confidence and, and you know a little boost to himself, I think that would really, really benefit how he goes about his daily business. And I think it would it would do definitely do him some some good if he because
0: you know, baseball said, is such a it's such an up here sport. Yeah, it, it's
1: so it's so mental. If you if you think you're playing well because you haven't washed your underwear in a week. You're probably you probably are.
0: You don't wash your underwear for another week.
1: Exactly. If, if, if people people who don't haven't played or they don't know baseball like that, they're like, "What? I'm dead serious. Oh yeah, I'm dead serious." My, I was the big
0: "Don't touch foul lines" before game.
1: Right. I love that's a pretty common one. But if if you believe you're playing well because you do something because you wear your sock inside out or yeah. you. Clip it on the third belt loop and not the fourth, like you usually do. If you think you're playing well because of that, you probably are, because me- baseball is such a mental game. It's such a sport. It's. Board. It's. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it is.
0: So I, I yeah I say let's just even let's say if we optioned him out, let's just go ahead and see what we can do with it.
1: Yeah, it, like I said, it wouldn't hurt. Um, there's guys down in a that we can expense and we can bring up in place of him for right now. Uh, Trevor Rosenthal. Yep. Just, we just signed him. We could bring him up, which I don't think was a bad move. If we can use him in the bullpen or maybe stretch him out and do a starter again, I don't know, but that'd be nice. I, I actually like that move a lot. Um, I think it was a good move. It's a low-risk, high-reward move. It's not going to cost us anything. It's not – It's. A, you know, it, 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 there's no harm if, if shit goes sour. Exactly.
0: So. Um. Let's see. I think that clears up for – no, I hope we have the prospect of the week. Let's not forget about that. Uh, I wanted to pick Dawal Lugo, but he's <coughs> he's kind of done his time up here for a little bit, so he's kind of a cheap out. So I picked Jacob Robeson again. I believe I've done him before. He put up solid numbers. Uh, 296 average for the week. Six runs, two homers, four RBIs, and two stolen bags. Can't argue with that.
1: No, I, he's a good center fielder. I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, I took, uh, I took Des Cameron for the week. I love Des Cameron. I've said this on this podcast many times. Eight hits, two home runs, two RBIs, two walks, which I like. Strikeouts are still high. I'd like to see f- – he got f- he struck out four times. I would love to see him get walked four times, strike out twice. I'd love to see the two-to-one walk-to-strikeout right. ratio. And only one stolen bag this week, but the, st- the speed's there. His legs are there. Um, hopefully he can keep, keep his average climbing right now, so – uh, I, I love ask Cameron. Everybody knows that, but definitely my prospect of the week this week.
0: Speaking of prospects, I just wanna bring up real quick that Detroit brought up Tyler Alexander for game two of the Chicago doubleheader. I don't know really why. I mean yeah. the only thing he's got going for him is his fantastic mustache. But other than that, he's two and nine, six twenty three ERA.
1: Where is he even pitching? Triple
0: A? Yeah, that's where he was, yeah. Um yeah, nine ninety six hits, fifty one earned runs, uh, in innings, seventy three. He's getting slapped around. He's, he's, he's an inning
1: eater. That's why we're bringing up an inning eater without any, without any risk. Who else is gonna come up? Uh, Bo Burroughs, and Funkhauser are still rehabbing right now, so they're not. Gonna, right. They can't bring them up. Which they're doing well too. Yes. Um.
0: But yeah, I. Maybe, uh, hopefully this guy can turn it around somehow in the bigs, and I'd like to see this Mustache Man, because I think Detroit really grasp onto the Mustache Man. Yeah, it's... I mean, Derek Holland had the little dirt stash. Let's, let's bring up this. Let's, how about Detroit start a Mustache Man? Just because we've got to have some fun with this season. Let's have some fun. So for this week for our Wild Card segment, last week we went with our Dream Players, and now since it's such a trash can of a season, how about we relive in some of the glory when we were good? And let's look yeah. at some memories from 2011 to 2014. Would oh, you pick for your top four memories?
1: So, obviously, it's it's not really a team memory. It's more of a, just a player memory. Um, the triple crown with Miguel Cabrera. I think that's that was probably the hi- one of the highlights. If the Tigers never win a World Series in my lifetime, the number one favorite memory that I will have from my Tigers experience. Was Miguel Cabrera winning the triple crown? I mean, that hasn't been done in years. Like, what Yaz? Yaz yep, is the last yep. right-handed batter comes to, yep. in, the and then in the 50s. So it's literally been, it was literally like 70 years, 60 years, and it was to watch him do that. I mean, that was just an insane season. It was an impeccable season. Will never be. Compl- he had 100 RBIs. How many people have 100 RBIs before the All Star break? The I'm guy finished with right. like
0: 160 RBIs. The day. only guy on pace to do that, I believe, is Yelich, but
1: but the you know All Star breaks in like what A week? three days, four yeah. days?
0: It's not gonna happen.
1: No, I mean it's it, the the pace that he was on all year long. The guy was just insane. That was one of the best. It was when he got pulled out of that Royals game because they knew he'd he had gotten the home the triple crown. Mm-hmm. I mean that's insane to leave the to leave the majors. He led the majors. In all three categories, that was that was unreal to watch him do that.
0: Uh, I think I, what I really like about him winning Triple Crown is it brought that topic, brought that conversation back into baseball. I mean, for I don't know how many, maybe I don't know if it's still as big now, but every year is oh Triple Crown watch, Triple Crown watch, Triple Crown watch. Like uh, they had it on Davis, and then wasn't Cabrera almost did it again, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he almost did it again in 2013, but um, yeah, because in 2012 it was. It was Granderson and Cabrera was they were home run race that was like right after the All Star break. They were both like neck and neck. Like Cabrera had like a three run or three home run lead, and then Jose Reyes was playing for who was for Toronto. Yeah, was and he was he was Jose Reyes was right to the very end was getting him for average, and then I think he lost the. Let's make a check. Um, I think he lost the RBI race in. No, he didn't lose the RBI race. Uh, let's see, in two thousand thirteen. I know Davis
0: almost. Davis was close one year too. Yeah, he actually da-
1: lost the RBI race and the home run race to Davis. I don't know. No. I don't know who who he would have lost the RBI race to. But yeah, one hundred and thirty nine RBIs in twenty twelve. Forty four home runs. The guy had almost the same exact stats listen to this so 2012 44 home runs 139 rbis and a 330 average to win the triple crown right 2013 44 home runs 137 rbis So same home runs two less rbis and a 348 the guy hit 350 18 points better than he did the year before to win the triple crown the guy had better stats hitting wise and he still didn't win the triple crown and the, and the guys, the guys real, man.
0: It's baseball, baby. It's what'd, you, what'd you pick for number two for your top moments?
1: Uh dude, 2012, the year we went to the World Series, that sweep of the of the Yankees, that was that was also easily one of the top. I mean, it's number two. It's number two in this, but it's also probably number two in general too.
0: The Tigers are. They have the record. They I think they own. They're the only team to own new york as much as they do in the postseason. yes and uh, i love it
1: yeah i love that too but watching i remember it was my uh, was it my
0: we were in eighth grade middle 2012 middle school yeah we, we would have 2012
1: 2013 was my eighth grade year yeah we were in middle and school and that was unreal i remember staying up oh that's yeah, you sta- beat me to it that's I why i wanted to say that one first I, I, was, I remember staying oh you up. got me I remember staying up. <laughs> yep. And I remember, I remember they got that final strikeout. Or no, it wasn't a strikeout. It was a pop up to Prince Fielder. Phil Coke was pitching.
0: And wait, which one are you, is it? That one? Twenty twelve? Was, was it the next one? No, Phil Coke. Because no, I know, no, it, I know. No, no,
1: no. Phil Coke. Phil Coke. Glove slam. Prince Fielder caught it. Trust me. Yeah, that. that uh, Rod po- popped out. So I know A-Rod was last yes. out of on one of them. Yeah. In one of
0: those two series. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't sure if it was and that one or the next one.
1: And that glove slam, and Prince yeah. Fielder just literally sitting the there with his arms thing up in the Hulk air. Ever did in his life, but dude, I mean, I remember I was so happy. A tear fell down my face because I was so happy that my Tigers were going to the World Series. And then we got absolutely spanked by the Giants. But that it was a, it was an even year in their era. We're not gonna mess with yeah. there their, that. But
0: yeah, uh, that that was my number one moment. Just uh, like you said, staying up. Like it was. I just remember like standing up at my dad's house. Watching it. Uh, it was I like on a Wednesday. It was a school night. Middle of the week. School, school night, yep. Staying up on a school night watching the Tigers. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I just series. remember oh. uh, one of the games I fell asleep on. I don't remember which game it was, but I just wake up to my brother and my dad just screaming. I know it wasn't the last game, but it was one of the first ones, and then they were just screaming. And then,
1: God, uh, that was fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Man.
0: That's one of my favorite, favorite all-time Tigers moments just because, yeah. one, I love Tigers. Two, I hate the Yankees. And three, you can't beat staying up late on a school night.
1: And watching your, your favorite team, your hometown beat team. your hated team. Yeah, and go to the World Series. Not just beating them, but beating them to go to the World Series in a clean sweep.
0: That's right. Uh, we're a big anti-Yankees podcast.
1: Yeah, maybe we should just change that. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers, we'll come to easy out for the Tigers. will just be next year and then, uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> just be anti-Yankees this year. <laughs>
0: Uh, what would you pick for your number three?
1: Uh, I remember, oh, JV's no-hitter in 2011 in Toronto, his second one. I remember, I think it was the seventh inning or something, where he gave up a walk, and I was like, oh, my God, he doesn't have a perfect game. Oh, my God, oh, my God, we just lost it all. Like, yeah, I know. I was you, like, oh, my you watch God. If
0: lose the game, they might as well have just lost the World Series. Right,
1: right. You just lose a perfect game in the seventh inning. Are you, like, Are you kidding me? Like, we're not even going to win this game now. But – to watch him complete that and strike out Raji Davis with that slider at the very end. But his reaction to it all was like, yep, I knew I did that. Yeah, he uh, was like, because Alex Avila had never caught one before. That was his first one he had never been a part of. And Alex Avila went absolutely nuts. And Verlander just kind of gave him the old fist bump or the old fist shake, you know. Fist pump. That's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Fist pump. I was like, Fist shake.
0: Angrily shakes fist. right. right. <laughs> he
1: kind of just was like, yep, let's go. I did it. Gave. Gave Avila a hug. Avila was like jumping up and down and Verlander's like, All right, you need to calm down a little bit, buddy. Dude, just the TV. way he went we're on about on T V cool, it, bud. Yeah, just the way he went about that. It was just like, Yep, I'm a professional. I knew I was gonna throw him a new header when I walked out on the field today. And that was just one of
0: the I remember the one he almost had against Pittsburgh. I was at a height I was at a middle school dance. Yeah. And uh, I got my dad picked me up. Uh he's like, Get in the car, don't say a word, we're listening to him. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> We got we important Verlander, game to to
1: Verlander hasn't done his taxes yet.
0: <laughs> the, like that's what I love about no hitters is the language, and MLB has completely ruined it with the oh at bat, with no hitter watching. Yes. The why? Like pitchers got no hitter going. I'm like, like say it's fourth inning. They got a no hitter going. One. Why would you say that? Two. Wait till the sixth inning. MLB will say it, they'll blow it. Again, the superstitious sport with okay. baseball. Okay. Don't s- shut your mouth when someone's when they're putting yes. up zeros.
1: When they haven't done their taxes, you don't talk about their taxes, okay? <laughs> you want to know who talks about their taxes? Jack Morris, <laughs> Jack Morris, and Matt Shepard. Opening day, Zimmerman lost a yep. no hitter in like the that, seventh yeah. inning. Yep. Right, the seventh yeah, inning. It, yeah, Zimmerman. Morris. And Morris was like. Morris yup, knows better. Morris played the game. Morris, he knows so much better. The game. When you have a no-hitter when you're playing and you're the pitcher throwing the no-hitter, you literally literally sit by yourself yourself at the opposite end of the the dugout and everybody stays the hell away from you. And you you. don't
0: look at the scoreboard.
1: Right. So it's the same thing if you are watching the game or commentating on the game. You don't talk about their taxes.
0: So you know when people get upset when you say Jesus Christ or whatever? Oh, my God. So when Sanchez almost threw one, my brother and I were watching the game. And then they, someone almost said like, how many times? I think I almost said it. And I was like, hey, like I just walked. By and I was like, hey. He's like, put the finger up to me. I'm like, got I know, don't, I know. Don't. I, 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 put me in check. He hasn't taxes. and, and that's then, all I, I don't know if it was Mario or Rod says, yeah, know hits. I was like, Jesus Christ. I remember for doing
1: that. <laughs> no, it's like, seriously, like, oh, yeah, he's given up no hits yet. No hits. Yes. Still haven't given up any if hits. If you're good yet. enough you to be doing? an announcer
0: in this sport.
1: You have you to You know every
0: superstition, and you know everything. You know baseball inside and out. You know not to talk about yeah,
1: it. Yeah, even if you don't – even if you know and you don't comply, that makes you worse than just not knowing. Yeah. I would re- – oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right, What'd you
0: take for your last one?
1: Uh, Scherzer's bullpen game in the 2013 ALDS, when he came out of the basement, that right there was the beginning of Mad Max. And he even came out and said, this was – article was back back in the day when they came out of this but back
0: in 2013 is we're saying back in the day now
1: well it's technically Oof. it's back in the day because Oof. that was when the Tigers were good back in the day with the Tigers back were good, in
0: the day six years ago I'm getting old for this
1: I mean he said if the team needed it I would have gone as far as possible when you see Mickey going out there playing with his injuries battling as hard as he can it makes you do want to do anything for the team they would ask me to keep going I would have he threw four, 47 pitches and he was pitching, he pitched a game four, and he pitched game one. He started game one. But for him to come out of, of that bases loaded, no out jam in the eighth inning, oh, my God. Like, that was an absolute just insane moment. That was the start of Mad Max. That game right there, which was his last season for the Tigers.
0: Dude, that was the birth of Washington Max. That was
1: the birth of Washington Nationals Max Scherzer that exact moment coming out of that 8 inning jam and he was like oh if i get really fired up i pitch a hell of a lot better i'm going to keep doing that that was the birth of it right there just just to watch him hey come it's out fun of
0: making people look stupid
1: i think i'll keep doing this yeah i think i'm going to do that I'm, but seriously just to watch him get all fired up and just watch him just destroy those yep. last three hitters that he had to face yeah worth every penny
0: See, my number one and number three moments, we already mentioned, uh, Tigers slapping around the Yankees and Cabrera's tri- triple crown. Number two, and this is probably one of my favorite moments of watching a baseball game ever, is Jared Weaver and Carlos Gann. I absolutely hated Carl, Jared Weaver. Carlos Gann, who's that? People forget about Carlos Gann? Everyone hates I hate everything about Weaver. I hated his stupid windup. I hated it. the stupid way he throws him across his body, and I hated his stupid hair, and I hate the Angels. Just because I just he played hated the form, way he went about his business. I, I just think, I hate the Weaver brothers.
1: Yeah, I did not like Jared Weaver, and I absolutely loved Carlos Guillem. Carlos Guillem, before I really understood... The big,
0: the big I, Chico.
1: I absolutely loved Carlos Guillem. Before I understood everything, I was like, I like that guy. I don't know why, but I like grit. that guy. Yeah, I just like that guy. And then
0: that, the dong shot he put out, and I, I believe oh it was right God. center. Oh, yeah, he hit it. And in, then yeah. he just stopped... And like this is right when Pitcher started getting super PO. When you watch it, oh, uh, yeah. he he just like I don't I don't. It was really, a good ten seconds. That he yeah, sat like there and this wasn't was a like... slow walk to first. No, he he stopped and he looked at it. Didn't do a bat flip. He just dropped the bat, watched it, and then Weaver they exchanged some words. And I think Verlander was pitching
1: that game too. <laughs> oh, Weaver and Verlander were my favorite matchups. Oh yeah, that you was n- because prime Verlander and prime. Weaver. It was a dogfight. Because whether you hated Weaver or loved Weaver, Weaver was a very good pitcher during that era. He was. He was a like, very good. Pitcher. I liked
0: Weaver or not Weaver. I liked Verlander and Sabathia too. That, One because yes. the first half of the game it was a great pitching matchup. Second half we slapped Sabathia around.
1: Yeah, but it. Yeah, those, Verlander and Sabathia, Verlander and Weaver, those those two were. Those two matchups were prime matchups. That was ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. That was MLB Network. Yeah, that was everything. Everybody had those two matchups broadcasted because you never know, you never knew what was going to happen. Was Verlander going to throw a perfect game? Perfect game. Was Weaver going to throw a perfect game? Or, the, was, or were they going to get slapped around? Or yeah, or was the Tigers' offense going to absolutely destroy Weaver and Verlander still going to throw a perfect game yeah. because nobody was hitting Verlander in that era? Wait,
0: was Verlander going to be good or was? Or was Detroit going to embarrass the other pitcher? I like both.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's that's how it was. But it was those two matchups, Sebastian and Weaver against the Tigers, any time, those were just fun to watch. Because it always seemed like the Tigers either got, it, I hate to say it, but the Tigers either got embarrassed yeah. or we absolutely destroyed them, and there was no in-between. Right. It was uh,
0: a young Verlander, a young green key was a good matchup. Yes, too when was. Back when Zach was for, yep. with KC.
1: Yep, that was fun, too. Oh, uh, wow, that was another good one.
0: Verlander and another good pitcher. Um, Peevee was sometimes good. Yeah, when PB w- wanted to be good.
1: Yeah. Um, we're we're doing, uh, when he was pitching with the Sox, the White Sox.
0: I'm just trying to think of other.
1: When Price was with. Yeah. When Scherzer and Price was always a good matchup, too. When, Scherzer, when Price was with Tampa, that was a good one. I remember watching that one a couple of times. Like, damn, this is fun. Uh, it, it, there was just a lot. There's of, some I there think there was a lot th- of great. That might be a retours.
0: good, uh, a good All-Star break competition too. We might have a jam-packed All-Star break episode for you guys. Well, we're gonna have some fun with this one. Yeah. We'll
1: we we stop talking about the Tigers for a minute and we have a good episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or we talk about fun Tigers and we've got smiles on our faces <laughs> and we can't figure out what to talk about next. So why don't we talk about something next? We had the London game, which was yikes.
1: Oh my god, dude! Yikes. I didn't think there was gonna be that much offense over there, but
0: I like the I park love. was
1: so it wasn't a baseball field. No. It was definitely a it was another field. I don't even know what they used. What I, the thing was, that, was that bugged it, me the
0: most about it? Well, there's a lot of things that bugged me about it. One, it was Yankees in Boston because I didn't well, want either. It's the baseball's best rivalry, yeah. but I don't want either of those two teams to have the first home run in London in Europe. I, I hate both of those two teams with a passion. Why does it gotta be one of those two? Second thing I hate about it that, uh, thank God Fourth of July is tomorrow. Go
1: America!
0: Because the PA announcer having to say if you catch a ball you get to keep it makes my skin crawl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch the lot of game. That was sad.
0: No, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I read it. Oh my god! Because you know everything on the internet internet's true, of course. Right. And that But you, you know something like you know something like that though. That's true. Yeah. And to hear that, I'm like, ugh, I just need to go dump some tea in the harbor just for that long. Yeah.
1: No, it was. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry, go dump some tea in the harbor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like you said, though, it's it all comes down to money, and that's why the, the yeah. Red Sox and Yankees did it first. I mean, and who, they're doing. Well, so St-, it. Is it St. Louis and Chicago next year, I believe? St. Louis and Chicago. Which that's. I here's, that. here's what I think I don't think baseball should go to London at all. And here's why. At the NFL. It sucks. Well, well the NFL has a huge problem with it because there's a huge time difference. Right? Oh, yeah That's right. And, and well, then but yeah, they come back
0: in the Mets beat the Yankees, you know, the.
1: but here's here's the thing Th- They have a week They have a week to readjust right right they play on Sunday. They don't play again until Sunday or Monday They literally have a week baseball. Right? You're you got to exactly. Yep. exactly strap up You're already going through different time zones if you play in New York and then you play in Los Angeles That's a three-hour time zone difference and you're doing that in an hour think about going from London to, to yeah. Los Angeles like that in a day like they probably give them more rest but still you're only getting two days you're getting a day for travel and then a day off like that's yeah I don't like that idea at all of, of switching those time zones that drastically the players have been doing it from New York or so from Los Angeles to New York or vice versa however you want to look at it you know their entire lives basically in the majors but to go that drastic, I don't. I don't like that idea at all. I think it's. I think it's tough on the players. And plus, honestly,
0: London doesn't deserve us. Nope. We beat him once. Why don't we just do it again?
1: Right. Fourth of July. Stay true to the red, white, and blue. That's, all That's
0: right. Uh, let's hop into the All Star game. Actually, you know, let's go home run derby first. Yeah,
1: we don't even need to talk about the All Star game. We already said we, we know it's Bennett, a popular contest. Care. It's a popularity contest, That's and all we want it. We won't. We I can't
0: varied. wait. To, we can't wait to see Mike up, and we can't wait to see Mike Trout get to not, get another Camaro or truck.
1: Well, actually, this year they're doing a million dollars to a charity. I don't think they're doing Chevrolet trucks. Oh, really? That's yeah.
0: kind of, Trout probably said. I don't. I don't have enough. I don't want. to I've build already it given a garage.
1: Every, all of my family. I don't want. Yeah. I don't need another one.
0: My uh, soon, my newborn that we're planning on in a couple of years. He already has a Camaro.
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, I'm very excited to see the home run derby because usually the past couple years it's like, oh. Nobody's... Like, yeah, this guy's got... The, the oldest guy in this runs.
0: year is true, right? I, I, I yeah, believe it. Yeah, because... With all the young guys in there. Alonzo Acuna.
1: I don't know how old Josh Bell is. I can't... I think he might be my guy for it. I don't know. But it's nice to see bigger name players right now. Like, the, I hate to be jumping sports so much, but the dunk contest in the NBA is definitely not... Same thing with the three-point contest. The mini-games, the mini-games... At, at the All Star break in the NBA used to be absolutely amazing when you would have Larry Bird and all that. E- exception hockey, hockey's. I'm
0: saying NBA <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm yeah, saying NBA. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, even yeah, yeah, talking about hockey,
1: but the mini games right now in the NBA are absolutely terrible because you you don't have you know because it's like a,
0: it's like a practice basically for them. Right, but, with but, but back
1: in the day, uh, Michael Jordan was destroying every dunk competition because Michael Jordan was the best dunker in the game. Why in the world is LeBron James not doing a dunk competition? It's the same thing. You know, Larry Bird was the best. Why is Steph Curry not playing in the three-point competition? Those guys are the best. Those are the people, if I'm yeah. paying for a dunk competition, I don't want to see the sixth man off the Pistons roster. Right. I want to see LeBron James dunking the ball. Yeah. I want to see Blake Griffin. That Blake Griffin was one of the last ones to, to be good at dunking and still dunk the ball at the... Did not know you were a basketball guy. I'm not. I it's <laughs> oh, just okay. want I watch ESPN a lot. I used to watch ESPN a lot, and then uh, they turned sour for me, and I haven't watched them a lot. They turned basketball. Yeah. They, whatever. But I like to see that the big home run hitters of this year are actually participating. Vlad Jr., I think it's a good one. Aaron Judge last year, that, that was a great one. Giancarlo Stanton, I, whether you hate or you love it, that was a good move for baseball because... G- Stanton went, won it. He was one of the big home run hitters. You know, it's good to see them coming back into it. Brandon Inge one year had like 11 home runs. Remember Hamilton? He was, he, was in, he was in the home run derby. Like, what is that? Remember Hamilton? Ham- Hamilton, Hamilton had was that insane that year. I know exactly. I don't remember what year it was, but yeah, I know what you yeah. about. That was absolutely nuts. You,
0: you say home run derby and Hamilton, you know exactly what yes. was coming. Because they but, talk about it every year mind-numbingly. Oh, yeah. But the, the thing that like a lot of people don't understand about the home run derby is is the chances are if you're listening to this podcast you know everything about baseball and you know why a lot of people don't participate in it is because it screws up their swing
1: they say that it does but if you have set a good swing it, it shouldn't honestly I mean,
0: it's basically BP
1: right but and you just shoot a little bit farther out like that's all it is like I really think if Prime Miguel Cabrera plays in the home run derby I don't think he ever has a problem
0: um one of my favorites was the suspect I was watching him do it
1: that was fun Prince Fielder won year, one year for the Tigers yep I can't remember forget about that that was I, I. absolutely love the home run derby. I love watching. I stay up. Who you who are you it.
0: picking? Who's your guy? Okay, well let's okay. We got uh, Pete Alonso, Acuna you know Junior, Yelich.
1: Who won it last year?
0: Be- uh, last year wasn't
1: Judge. He didn't win it two years in a row.
0: Uh, Stand by. Fill his dead air while I look it up.
1: You know I really. I know Judge won it. Judge won it big, two years ago. Yeah, because I was they were wondering everything. If they can do it twice
0: everything enough. about me. I was Harper. Yeah, it was Harper. It was Harper because I was in Washington. Right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Judge and Harper were in the fin- finals.
0: And yeah, I was all in on Harper. That was the only I, one of the only times you've ever seen me root for Harper as a home run derby.
1: I hated both of them, so I hope both of them hit zero and they had to go to a shootout.
0: The only reason why I liked Harper is just for how much he animated his swing when he did it.
1: Oh yeah, but
0: Judge, I'm is, to just, go, Judge is so lengthy; makes him look like a toothpick. So it's I'm going to as-
1: go with the young guy again, and I'm going to take Vlad Jr.
0: but Oh uh, yeah, that's. That's I'm gonna a go with pick. the
1: young guy because Judge won it the year he was a rookie. I'm gonna go with Vlad Jr. because the, Vlad Jr. and Judge were kind of the they kind of have the same upbringing, right? Not so much that Judge's dad is a Hall of Famer, not that kind of upbringing, but Vlad Jr. and Aaron Judge were absolute home run hitters. These are the guys. These are the future. They're coming up and they're doing it, and they're both yeah. they're both in the home run derby that year. Because of that, I'm gonna go with Vlad Jr. That's my pick the
0: home. They haven't released the brackets yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick my guy from Pittsburgh. I'm gonna pick Bell. Yep. Just because it's three three home run night he had not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Bell. Watch out for a And or watch out for Yelich. Um, and also watch Yelich, out for Yelich
1: will be a sneaky pick. I say a sneaky pick because it's like yeah, he hits a lot of home runs, but it's maybe the, the time. Tonight. Maybe
0: the timing will screw him, screw him up. I hate the timer so much. I want the old Home Run Derby. See,
1: I actually like the timer. Really? Yeah, because you can get the whole Home Run Derby done in like three hours. Last time it was like, before that, it was like four, five, six hours.
0: Oh, so that didn't bug me at all. Like I would just sit there, i just watch it like, because like they'd mic them up, they'd have the animated, the, I like like Poppy would go to, uh, take his time out, he go drink some, get ridden, mess with those kids a little bit, go back, crush them more.
1: I like it both ways, but I prefer it with the timer.
0: Maybe extend the timer a little bit more. Yeah, instead of two minutes, but maybe, we're so, maybe two minutes is what we need to speed the game up. Right. Don't 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 let us have fun.
1: Right. Don't do that. Why would we do that?
0: Um. But yeah, I if think you're taking
1: Bell. I'm taking Vladdy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that down.
0: Maybe. Uh. Yep. Oh yeah. Don't forget to note that. And we'll, we'll maybe we'll eat some crow afterwards. Maybe. Um. Uh, take the time to make an important announcement. Uh, Your favorite Detroit Tigers podcast has reached Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on both with Easy Out Pod, just because we couldn't get an Easy Out name, so it's Easy Out Pod. That's E-A-S-Y O-U-T-P-O-D. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter, and maybe we'll live tweet the Home Run Derby or live tweet All-Star Game as well. Have some fun with it and interact with us. You can ask some questions, hit us up with some feedback, give us a follow. Easier to find a, find some episodes. And just go to interact with your favorite podcast and interact with our fans. Go ahead and give us a follow on each, and we'll have some fun with it. So well, another really important thing to talk about baseball this week was the very unexpected passing of LA pitcher, Angels pitcher, Tyler Skaggs.
1: Yeah, that was that was rough. Um, you know, and he was one of those. Just by going, I didn't follow him that much. Right. I I don't want to. I don't want
0: to be that guy to pretend. Oh, I I watched every pitch of his. I oh, I'm yeah, not gonna be honest. I'm I didn't. Not, but you don't want to see anything. But he's just, so young.
1: From, yeah, 27. Totally unexpected. And like they just went
0: through this. Was it last year with another player? No, this was a few years ago. Okay, but you're still. talking Nick Aiden Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was. But 2010. I don't know. Oh, was it really? Maybe not that long ago, but it was quite a while ago. Um, yeah, it's it sucks. It and what's even worse
0: is there's no suspect of foul play. Yeah, either. no suspect of foul play. Whereas with Fernandez.
1: Right, and no no suicide, no I mean it just sucks that young. He was in his prime, he was pitching well. And, and it just it just sucks when you lose a young talent. It doesn't matter if I shouldn't say, even just like young ten. When you lose anybody, anybody on
0: the team that you everyone sucks. they're together all the time. They're they're right. a family. It just
1: it's hard, you know. Um, you know, they just just recently married. I mean, it's, yep. it's tough to lose that young of a guy. You twenty seven? It's like you said, totally unexpected. That's what makes it really rough.
0: What really like I don't know why this resonates with me so much, but like he was just whenever it's so unexpected is what really gets me the most, yep. and. He Hearing him say, uh, "One of his teammates just said that he was just looking forward to saying I 'I can't wait to pitch pitching against the Dodgers in their in their park.'" Right, and then, it just
1: stuff like that, man, gets you. It's you know, people wonder why, but yeah, some may never know. It's yep. it's it's really hard, but
0: you but you're, I liked seeing um, Corbin draw the forty five yep. on the mound. I well, and switch
1: to forty five for the night. Yep. And that was that was nice. And pitched uh, well too. Yeah, he pitched really well. Seven and only one runner. And that was that was good. Um, I also like seeing the Angels come back so quickly. You know, and, and then together Texas,
0: so fast. Texas participate with it and say, hey, we're we're not playing this next game. We're taking.
1: Oh well, yeah, they have to. I mean, <laughs> if you, you know, expect,
0: but I mean, I don't know. I I guess some teams you just don't expect the other team to make the first move. And yeah, but uh, it's to expect anybody to just go out with anyone on that team and just say, "Hey, we're we're just gonna go play a game now."
1: Right, it's, and that's that was the you biggest thing. It's like, well, I'm just, like a lot of the media were like, "Wow, you guys are actually playing this game," like just literally a day after. I'm like, yeah, we got this. We have to. For one, it's yeah. our job, and two, it's gonna be the best way to grieve is to get back in a, in a schedule. That's the best way to grieve at all, but it's to get back in a schedule and keep doing your daily routine. But especially in sports, when you lose a brother on the team. It's getting back into it, doing it for them, coming together and playing for them. Like, that's the best way to do it. That's what the Angels are doing. Nice to see them come out with a win the day after his death. But, or the day after the, the day after his death? Yeah. Anyway, it was just nice to see them come back. And uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the Skaggs family.
0: Now we, that's such a really hard thing to transition off of. I guess, Trade talk, talk. It's been pretty, pretty quiet around baseball. But the Tigers, Tigers have are been yeah. in
1: talks. Actually, I don't want to say in talks. But there's been there's, reports. Yeah, of uh, Boyd getting shot.
0: Of bo- yeah, there's talks of he. Astros. I don't know if in New York. In New York, I don't know if it was. During, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Who they taken from the Mets? <laughs> Meet the Mets. Yeah. Uh, no, he wants Gleyber Torres. And that's
1: right. not happening, right? But <laughs> at the same time, it's good that Avila's doing that. Like we sometimes we say that Avila's a bonehead, but in this situation, with Boyd so doing so well, not as of late, but right. Boyd doing well and having his best career pitching and having so being so young and having so much control, for it would it would you would really hate to see them go, for him, see him go for box rocks. So with the first asking price. For Torres, I've got no Which is problem. Which All
0: Star snub too, right?
1: I've got no problem with that. I have no problem with that. I, I, ask high because what are they going to say? No. Yeah. What happens if they say yes? We just got our second baseman for years, mm-hmm. for with with pitching that we have a surplus of down in the minors. So yeah, nobody make nobody may come up and be as good as boys on right. the left side, but that's beside the point. If we can ask high and get what we want. I would hate to see Boyd go. I love Matt Boyd, I love him. But if we if we can get something out of him, if we can ask big and get big, like that'd be awesome. I think I don't know. I just I think he's
0: kind of I don't I think we're giving too much credit. I think we're giving a little too much credit here. I think he's just wants to try to prove Detroit that hey I'm trying and let me try this. I don't I don't know I don't I don't really like what he's doing. Um, as we said earlier, like he needs to know when to stop. You talking a, to Vila? Yeah, he needs to know when to stop, and this is a good point to stop. Green, I don't know what his Green's contract is. Green's
1: got the best. Green's got the best chance of getting shot. It yeah, is.
0: I don't think you're getting Torres out of a closer though. Either.
1: No, but you could definitely get a close to MLB ready player.
0: Yeah. Um, which if they do that, it's going to take their crappy bullpen and just flush it on the drain. At that point, he's the bright spot of our bullpen. Oh, him yeah. and Kentura. Alcantara. Um, and then there's also talks of Houston with Boyd as well. He wants Tucker. Yep. Was that Tucker?
1: T- Kyle Tucker. T- Kyle yeah. Tucker. Same thing. Ask high, get high. Like, if, if we could get Kyle Tucker out of him, which we have a – you know, it, if we can get number one prospects out of anybody, like, that, that's – to me, that it would almost be worth it, you know.
0: Um, well, I don't really – I don't get – like, you know Avila's smart enough, like, when he's come around baseball, like, he knows – what's a probable deal, what's not a probable deal. He knows a- asking for, like, hey, he knows when he, when he says he wants Torres, here he knows the answer is no. Right. So I feel like he's just doing himself more damage by asking it and making himself look like more of a fool and who wants to do business with him.
1: Right, that, that, and, that's also probably true too, but at the same time it's, okay, well. Let's get we, a feel
0: on the podcast. Let's just, we'll, uh, we'll, let's roast him for 60 minutes. Yeah, that would be fun.
1: Yeah, so because we know we know we're the experts, Shane, right? Shane Green is an earliest free agent in twenty twenty one, so he's got what two years left of control. So that's actually
0: that's perfect because yeah. right around that time, I think he's going to start to decline a little bit too. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, don't don't get rid of him. Keep him. If
1: I hope he stays stays doing well. That's a whole <laughs> a lot of the Detroit
0: a lot of Detroit fans wanted. They're like, get rid of him. See what we can get. Get, but again, they don't. We need to stop where we are. Like, definitely leave him... If they get rid of Green, they're going to be so stupid.
1: See, it's hard to say that, though, because what if... What if yeah, what if he... What you if never know what is, you're What if he sucks next year? Right. I it, mean,
0: it's... Trading good p- baseball players is like playing stocks. You don't know what's... You don't really have a for sure... And game. getting
1: and trading for good players yeah. is like trading stocks. You never know what you're going to get. It's tough, but that's that's just the name of the game, I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, I just... I don't think we shouldn't really make any moves. I think we should just... Where we are, if we
1: could sell and get some. Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say sell these young guys because everybody's grown to love them because they, they're the constant so far in this rebuild, and everybody likes constant. Yeah, you know everybody likes con, you know consistent things. That's why everybody loves Cabrera, you know, because he's been here for two yeah. since two thousand eight. No matter what, you know, Brandon inch. everybody loved him because he's been he was there forever. Uh, you know, it's. It's hard to say sell these young guys, but if we can get people out of them, man, it's it's tough. If especially if we can get good people out of them, it's tough to say stay put. But
0: I, I just what do you think is gonna happen? Do you think we think we'll make any moves? Oh, think we'll I see? don't
1: know. I think we're gonna be asking for the moon and stars for Boyd and Green, and those two are the most likely to get traded. Nobody's gonna want Zim's contract. Nobody wants no. an injured Harris Harrison or Wheat or Weaver. Uh, uh, cool. Jesus, What was the other guy's name? Mercer. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. You him. Know, <laughs> he just came back off the IL, but it's you know, it's it's really hard to say what the what the Tigers are gonna do. What else is gonna do up there. Um, like I so, said, they're gonna be asking for the moon and stars. They're probably not gonna get the moon and stars. But if we can get the moon, that you know what I mean?
0: I swear to god, if Shane Green goes to Boston
1: I That's a that's a very viable option too. I swear to God. If, if you look at their bullpen right now, they need bullpen help, and they're they're going to take one of their starters. I s- they're going to take one of their starters and transition them into the bullpen because yeah, they're going to make Evaldi a closer. Yeah, that's the rumor anyway.
0: I swear, if Shane Green that's a very is bi- closing the Boston Red Sox, and if Boston's back in the postseason with Shane Green, that's a as very their viable closer, option. Because I mean, I honestly, the
1: Red Sox really messed up by not signing Craig Kimbrel, because they thought they had the next guy up to do it, which they didn't. Who Barnes? No, Craig Kimbrel.
0: No, no. Who was the next guy besides? I have no Balls? idea. <laughs> uh, who? But Barnes? nobody, nobody as good as Kimbrel. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I swear, if Dombrowski takes another Detroit player <coughs> and he uses them for—
1: Well, he knows, he knows what he had in Detroit. He yeah. knows what he had in Detroit poor was cell. good.
0: Poor, yeah, you gotta know Porcello, right?
1: He knows what he had in Detroit was good, and they just, we just wet the bed. We just couldn't, we just couldn't connect on that final hit, on that final out. We can never, we can never put the needle in it, but or the nail in the coffin. But we, we had a good players, and Dombrowski knows that. Dombrowski was the one that traded for Green to begin with from New York. He saw what he liked, what he saw in Green, and now he's doing better than what he was pitching for New York. So it's, it would not surprise me one bit if if, if Dombrowski got yeah got Green. So.
0: Well, I think that about covers for what we got for today. Uh, as always, go Tigers! Yeah, go Tigers! We'll look forward to see what we got for an All Star Break podcast.